Atlanta's number one radio stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio Stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. You've heard it said, he's a diamond in the rough, or maybe diamonds are forever. Here's something else I've learned about diamonds. They're just pieces of coal put under pressure for a long, long, long time. So when I start feeling like I want to give up, I think about that little piece of coal. And if that piece of coal can make something of itself by not giving up, so can I. Persistence is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com. KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events, and even our famous segment, Elephant in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas streams on Atlanta's number one radio station, Swanky 93.3, and the Heat 94.6. Radio Station. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. He went without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. Soul is in you. Now pass it on from PassItOn.com. This is the KLP Aftermath Season 6. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another exciting podcast today. Today is June 5th. I repeat, it's June 5th. We're finally in the June month for sure for our radio stations of Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6. Like I always say, I'm your, your humble, highly favored, gracious host uh, for the KLP Aftermath. Kennedy Lucas here. We're here in the studio and we've got no no wonder, but the amazing, and I do mean this sincerely, the amazing Simone Tease is in the building. As always, making sure that we shine for our show. And I, I'm blessed. I'm highly favorite as always. And Simone, I'm gonna be saying this a lot when it comes to our shows because you guys have been giving us some feedback on our show. And last episode, Simone, your mic was just jingling a little bit and it was ringing a whole lot so hopefully we've got that 
um, you know, prepared for you guys. We see what well, it's interesting because when we are in the studio and we're recording from in the radio station, you know, we can hear ourselves talk and we think we sound fine. But when it goes live, then that's when the output kind of gets a little tweaked and it kind of acts a little funny. So uh, the hint of that, a lot of people did tell us that uh, your mo- your mic, Simone, you know, wasn't it was nice and soft, but it was like there was some weird feedback from the mic. So hopefully uh, we got that fixed for y'all and hopefully it sounds better for this episode because today's a special episode. But Simone, how you doing? How's your weekend? What's going on? Weekend was good, Kennedy. It's always a, a blessing to be back here in the studio. Uh, we hope that you guys are ready for another exciting one uh, because this episode is quite, quite exciting because we've got some reviews. We've got some things to talk about. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your girl, Simone T. So welcome back to the KLP Aftermath Season 6. I'm excited for, you know, this week. We've got another long, gracious week. The weather's been nice. My weekend has been extremely great. You know, it's, it's good to take a break after a while. You know, this week, the past week, we had so much going on, KOP Entertainment-wise. And to, to kind of relax and to enjoy the weekend, enjoy the weather. It's been nothing but sunshine the last couple of days. And, you know, we were outside. Yeah, at the pool, me and my girls went to our pool. I think I want to say it was Saturday night. We went there and we was just having a having a ball. We didn't grill because last weekend we grilled for Memorial Day. So this weekend, um, some of my girlfriends came over and, you know, we went to the pool. We had a couple of drinks, enjoyed the Saturday night and, you know, woke up and uh, energized and refreshed. And then I went to the gym Sunday. So, well, yesterday. So it was, you know, a great, great day off. But I'm ready. I'm excited for this podcast. Uh, that's pretty much my weekend. But Kennedy, me and you've been texting back and forth because we have to text about our topics. And, you know, you had an interesting weekend. So I'm sure our fan base want to hear about your extravagant weekend that you had. Oh, I was outside, Miss Simone Teagues. I was outside this weekend. Now, let me back up, right? Because it was a lot of great things that was going on. Uh, for the weekend, you know, I uh, went to the gym Friday. So the, the extraordinary weekend happened on Friday, right? When I'm leaving the office, we uh, just had a great episode of the KLP International uh, podcast. By the way, go check that podcast out, guys. Still on our same radio stations, The Heat and Swanky. It is the KLP International, KLP International Real Estate Podcast where we have real estate agents, realtors, and just home body experiences come on the studio and they give us their story and they tell their story. And it's part of the uh, Hero Famous Podcast um, brand from KLP Entertainment. Great podcast, new thing we got going on for our radio waves out there. But leaving the office for that, going to the gym on Friday to get swole up again, caught up with some friends, text some friends over the weekend, make sure that they were good and they were straight. Uh, shout out to Alyssa Melton. I sent her a text out and just say, hey, you know, just checking in, checking on. Uh, I'd like to do that too, Simone. I like to check in on the people that, number one, are very important to me. Uh, number two, you know, very, very important to, to my life or people that I've been talking to for a while. I checked in on uh, my friend Mutsi and Phil. They're over there in Istanbul right now on vacation. And quite a few of my other friends that I checked in on Sunday. Uh, my friend Connor came by to, to the to the pad we had to discuss some business and you know it was very very good to check on some some nearest and dearest that are a part of my squad uh saturday was amazing 
And I'll tell you guys a story because on this type of show, I like to give this story, right? And we're going to get on to what we need to talk, talk about because we got a juicy one today. But I was very, very excited outside going out. So Saturday, you know, we were uh, everybody know we just moved, right? I moved to a new house and we all I've been talking about that for the past previous podcast uh, episodes. So I went out, went to one of my fa- my new favorite store, Home Goods. Guys, this is not a sponsor for Home Goods, but Home Goods, if you want to sponsor our channel or our show, I'm all for it. But I went to, ended up going to Home Goods, Simone, because I had to pick up some artwork. Um, I'm a, I'm big into artwork, buying artwork for homes. Um, I've had many uh, places before uh, this the play my current place where I would go out buy artwork, put it up, and make it look you know like a home. Now this house is different, right? The new house that we just moved into, it's a little different, right? So I'm going around and I'm excited because I know all the artwork that I wanted to get to get. I wanted to get some really nice artwork for the house. So I end up going to Home Goods to pick up some artwork. And, you know, I bought about three artwork pieces. I'm very, very excited. Two of the artwork was made out of prime uh, prime glass. So what that is, is 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 the the artwork, the border, and they put a sheet of glass on top of it to make it gloss and make it look good. Right um got home excited you know getting the house together and the house was pretty much together but there's some things there's some things in boxes that we've got to put away you know we we've been there for for sex so you know it's, it's slowly but but surely we get in the house together because you know we are you know hard-working people as well so um one painting you know i thought command strips would get it done I really did. I thought command strips will get it done. You know, I bought a pack of uh, 16 pounds, holds up to 16 pounds. And the artwork, I want to say, was about nine, eight-ish pounds. It wasn't that heavy. So I ended up posting it up on the wall using command strips. We centered it, and it looked very, very nice. We let it sit there for a second. I said, man, this is some baller shit here. Like, it was amazing. So I go down the hall. To put up the next artwork. Long and behold, Simone, you hear a bang. It was the artwork. And I said, oh shit, that's prime glass. I pray that that didn't crack. I lifted it. Show, believe it, Simone. It was cracked. I was heated. I was pissed. I was mad because I was having such a great day, right? I was, you know, went shopping to get some artwork. We went to Zaxby's to get some dinner. Later on that night, we watched Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, which that review's coming up next. You know, I was excited. Happy as can be. That artwork, and that was actually one of my favorite ones that I bought out of the three. I like all three of them, but that one in particular, I really like the most. Um, broke it down prime glass it's you know bam on the ground cracked pissed off so yesterday sunday i said to myself okay maybe if i can think of a lie right because it broke it wasn't a lie that it broke but i didn't think home goods would understand that you know if something like that happened can we get an exchange or will we have to buy new artwork so here's what i did and it's not me snitching on myself because, I mean, it's over with and done. But I ended up going back to Home Goods uh, yesterday because I went to the same one because the Home Goods near the house was about 15 minutes. And it's like down the street from the gym. So yesterday I went to the gym, had a nice session as well. And I said, I'm going to stop by Home Goods. I'm going to keep because luckily I kept the receipt. I didn't throw away the receipt. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go back 
Um, the we we bought it Saturday. We put it in the car, and we noticed when we got home it was cracked. Right? That's that's kind of a twist to the twist. There's truth, but there's a twist to the truth, right? Because it broke at the house. Because I thought command strips was gonna hold it. So long behold, long story short, went to Home Goods, and I said, "Hey, um, first I led off with, hey, how you doing? How's your Sunday?" Good, 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 good. See, I didn't want to be like a Karen, right? I didn't want to start off with an attitude because sometimes when you start things off with an attitude, you're not going to get what you what you you're what you're wanting, right? You're not going to get what you're wanting. But I ended up going for sure, going to Home Goods, and I, I said, "Hey, how you doing? Happy Sunday." And this is what I said. I have a dilemma. Um, I was here yesterday. Then this is what I said to the cashier at Home Goods. I said I was here uh, yesterday. And um, I bought this amazing artwork from you guys yesterday. I put it in the car. You know, we put it in nice and, and safely. Like, we didn't destroy it while putting it in my car. And I said to him, yeah, we got home. We took it out of the car. And we noticed that it was cracked. And I said to the cashier, I said, is there a slight chance, since I have the receipt, is there a slight chance that I can get the same artwork? Just can I get this replaced with another one, but with the same artwork? Long behold, they understood, they got it. They said, yeah, sure. Just long as it's the same artwork and the same price of that artwork that I paid, that should be no problem. It was a freak accident. So long behold, I went in there. Um, you know, they, you know, we picked out the same artwork that we bought. It's the same thing, same size, same price, same artwork, same thing. It's just this one obviously wasn't broken, wasn't cracked. They understood. They wrote down the information. They said, we're good to go. That, that saved my weekend. It really saved my weekend because I was so, I was, Simone, when I tell you I was upset, I was upset. I, I, I've i never been so upset. And because I was telling my brother this too. I was just upset because it was artwork that I was looking forward to for the house. And, you know, I was pissed because I spent, you know, we, we all work hard. So I spent my heart on money on it, right? So for something to break that you spent money on, yeah, you get a little bit upset. So long and behold, it worked out. Uh, it saved my weekend. I went to the gym, and it was it was a great day yesterday. It was it was quite quite amazing for sure. So long and behold, if you buy something, you break something. I'm sure a lot of stores will understand. I'm glad they didn't say, "Oh well, you broke it. Sorry, you can buy another one." They said, "Yeah, we can just exchange that out." Um, so shout out to Home Goods, uh, uh, my new favorite store. I will be back. I will be shopping more from Home Goods later on in. Uh, the future so it was it was good small very very I'm glad it worked out for you Kennedy I'm very very glad because usually when you go to stores sometimes you go to stores and you may not get what you need right you can be in and home goods they they what they did to you yesterday was great because I've been to where I needed to return some things because something was cracked or broken and I've had a bad experience before where people would uh when you need to return it and you know the cashiers or the registrar or the managers they might be having a rough day because you know it's a long day um they're tired they don't want to really be there but they're that's their money maker so they kind of have to and you know it's one of those things that you really have to be cautious about you have to be cautious about these kind of things because um it does happen where you might catch a manager or catch a registrar that's having a bad day and it might betray 
um, betraying. Normally, and I've worked before I came over here to Kilp Entertainment. I worked these 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 odd jobs where I needed the uh, you know the the you know I needed the money and to do what I needed to do. And how the way I do it, it doesn't matter if I've been having a bad day, the worst day of my life. Uh, if I'm sick, I'm not feeling well. I have a headache. My eyes hurt. I don't like that. I don't let it show. And I think that's where the good customer service comes in because nowadays I'm going to say it. I'm going to say that we haven't had, or so I've seen in the past four years, I got to say, I haven't experienced that good customer service. I haven't. I, I haven't experienced it because people are kind of over their jobs and, you know, they had to deal with crazy people during 2020. And then as you're going forward to it, you know, job layoffs and people are not getting promoted because of COVID. So they're not happy about what they do. So then that attitude portrays. Vice versa, it might be to where they might be having some things going on at home, right? But, and then when you have some rough things going on at home, then now they're they're bringing it to work. Now they're bringing it to the environment where they make their money, right? And it's, it's never, it's never good. So I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad it, it worked out. So Kennedy, I'm gonna let you have this next segment because you saw this movie and we gotta say it and you're probably gonna say it too. Spoiler alert to a lot of people out there that's listening to our show this morning. Spoiler alert. I'm excited. I've got my coffee. Uh, we both see, we both saw the movie, um, obviously at different times. We were trying to link up and see the movie together, but together, but it quite didn't work out that way. So um, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse and I'm going to let Kennedy take it away because he's, you, you are a Marvel fan, Kennedy, and it's amazing. It's one of those things that you, you dabble into. So this is a formal, formal review on our show. As always, we, we're going to say it to our fan base, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen this movie, please don't listen to this segment of the podcast because we are going to spoil some things about this movie. So, Kennedy, the floor is yours, babe. Thank you so very much, Simone, for sure. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, um, like Simone said, guys, spoiler alert, if you have not seen this movie yet, please pause this podcast, go see the movie, and come back, because I will spoil some things. Uh, they did lift the embargo for us reviewers to write about it and to give our takes about the movie. Um, I saw a lot of podcast shows already did their reviews. A lot of YouTubers did their reviews. A lot of radio show hosts, they already did their reviews. So like I said to you guys and Simone, I'm telling you, I've been outside this weekend. So Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is undoubtedly one of the best beautiful visual movies that I have ever seen. Now, after reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn's first time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is 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 across is, is capitalized across the multiverse where he encounters a team of spider people charged with uh, protecting its very existence. However, even the heroes clash on how to handle the new threat. Miles finds himself pinning pent against the other spiders he must redefine what me, what it means to be a hero so he can save the people he loved the most this movie is extremely beautiful i cannot stress that enough i, I cannot express 
how beautiful this this movie is because you know you've got all these amazing actors and actresses that are portraying the next story into this and you know you got Shamik Moore Miles Morales you got Oscar Isaac Moon Knight you know you've got Daniel Kaluuya you've got Jake Johnson you got Brian uh, Brian Tyree Henry you've got Issa Rae you got Corinne Sonny right you've got so many great people in this movie and it just really really it excites me the most. It really does excite me. Uh, Mahershala Ali, he's repressed as um, the Prowler. Uncle Aaron, he's coming back for sure uh, with this. This movie is, is really good, right? The visuals, the story, you know, there you have it to where Miles Morales is having some some uh, some some doubts about, uh, you, you know, the parents. You know, he's thinking about college, but then the parents doesn't know that he's Spider-Man. You know, he's missing Uncle Aaron. He misses Gwen Stacy. He's missing a lot of people uh, when it comes down to it. And it excites me, right? I really do like it how they're accessing the different Spider-Mans from different uh, 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 scenes. There is a scene in there that that everybody is ready for. Again, spoiler alert to a lot of people. Uh, of course, Danny Glover, Donald Glover, uh, Childish, Gan Gan Childish Gambino... He is portraying a character of Prowler, right? They knew what they were doing because Donald Glover, he's going to be the Prowler in the actual MCU later on. So they kind of gave us a little taste of what he could portray as Prowler. And he's been Uncle Aaron in, in other Avengers movies before. Um, and that one in particular, I'm blanking I'm out on that one, but... I think it was like ant-man i think he kind of made a cameo right but he was just aaron right uncle aaron he wasn't the prowler yet but in this movie he's wearing the prowler uniform in that one scene and he's like okay and everybody and i was in the theater everybody was like oh shit like that that's what's coming up next so that's one thing i do like that marvel does that they they introduce some things that's coming up next Right, they 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 give people cameos to get people excited. I was like, this is going to be the future, right? Very very excited for that. I, I'm I'm pumped. I'm ready. Um, very very excited for that. Now the whole thing starts when um this scientist, right? Uh, the scientist. Spoiler alert, too, guys. The scientist uh turns into a monster, right? Because in the first movie, it was uh the Spider-Man and Miles Morales. They were going through this lab to steal um. A chip i think in the first one and then they're running away because they got captured by dr Octavius' uh, granddaughter this is from the first movie they're chasing they're running and he throws miles relis throws uh, a bagel at a scientist right so in this one he rem they reminisce about how that happened and how things went down between miles morales and wilson fisk in the first movie and now it got corrupt he turns into uh this villain called the spot right and the spot is a, a villain that he's he's traveling through different uh universes right and that actor he's playing uh he's played by jason schwartzman you know they're going through different universes and he's trying to portray the bad guy now gwen stacy's character she really this was a movie that is centered around her right this was her story right because it, it and spoiler alert again guys the movie starts with her she's going through some things she's missing the spider um pals that was in the first movie and she's going through it of course uh in this movie you know they kind of reminisce of how her peter parker dies 
right? And that was like the train line, right? Every Spider-Man had a traumatic death, right? Whether it's Peter Parker with Uncle Ben or some Peter Parker with Aunt May. In this case, uh, it's, you know, Gwen Stacy and her version of Peter Parker. And another case is Miles Morales and Uncle Aaron, Aaron Davis, Prowler. And in the future, there's another Miles, there's the Miles Morales that, hey, they're going to lose Jefferson Davis, the dad, right? So it's supposed to be a train line that everything's supposed to go how it was. But uh, Miles Morales' dad doesn't die yet. It's Uncle Aaron. So he kind of, Miles Morales, he kind of change how the way the the the, the spider-verse is supposed to go right it's supposed to happen naturally and it changes for uh spider-man 2099 miguel o'hara played by uh oscar isaac for him it's his daughter and his family right so it's very very interesting because miguel o'hara we think spider-man 2099 he's supposed to be the good guy but sometimes even the good guy is the bad guy and that's what we see in this movie is is tremendously good you know you've had penny penny was in this movie penny uh parker she was the uh the japanese spider woman with the with the uh, uh with the uh with the suit uh you had Issa ray's character she's playing another version of spider woman she's pregnant uh in this as well so it's very good i really like how they introduced the spider-man um i want to say like uh indian version played by karan sonny right so it's a different culture um nike was heavily heavily influenced in this movie i understand what they meant about nike's collaboration with the new spider-man shoes because that that's that she was out is probably worth a lot of money right now um but it's heavy right the swoosh uh one character is wearing the well uncle aaron's wearing the nike air shoe uh, there's a scene in there where uh, after the meeting that he had with his parents and the guidance counselor about college, he's going back to the dorm room. He's getting dressed. Uh, to, well, actually, no, that's a lie. He's patrolling the street as Spider-Man, but he's late to the meeting to the guidance counselor and his parents are already there to talk about Miles Morales' future. He's going through the dorm room to change and Genki's rocking the Nike shoes, right? Is, is heavily promoted nike knows what they're doing i think it's so smart for for nike to really be heavily influenced about this movie because there is money involved in it right nike paid top dollar they probably paid millions and millions of dollars for their shoe to be animated in this movie because that's that that's what we call product placement right it's so smart it's very good for product placement when it comes to Asomniac games as well because that same scene where Genki's playing the PlayStation 5 he's playing Spider-Man right so it's really really cool to see all these different product placements because that's kind of the market right now Simone like a lot of people are dabbling into um what it is now towards the now I did say uh, on Facebook and Twitter. Um, I'm going to get this part out of my off my chest here, Simone. Now, what's interesting that I've seen on Twitter is the dialogue. Right, as a filmmaker myself, I like to give good reviews about movies, but I've got to point out some things that I think they dropped the ball on. So there's been there's been notes about the movie 
being too soft in dialogue. And what I mean by that, guys, is the dialogue was turned down. You can't really understand what they're saying. Now, I don't know if it was the movie theater. I, I always go to AMC. I went to Regal before, but if I go to a movie theater, uh, AMC is my theater that I go to because I just really love the experience of AMC. I prefer AMC um, because you, the, the seats you get, the, the seats recline and, you know, their snacks are high still. So I always bring my snacks from home. Like I don't buy a concession unless I really want it. Um, but I just like the experience. So I went to my local AMC to see the movie and it's quite interesting about how soft the dialogue is there's a scene in there spoiler alert to a lot of people again there's a scene in there uh daniel kaluuya's character spider punk by far one of the most funniest interesting characters because first of all spider punk how the way they animated him they didn't make him look the same as all the others right he looked really really cool he looked, um, it, it's different, right? It looked like straight from a comics and it was like kind of a, 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 a cartoon comic feel to his character. They didn't make him like the same look style of, let's say, um, Gwen Stacy, Ghost Spider and, and Miles Morales, Spider-Man, right? So uh, it's it's interesting. It's one of those things that it, it really... They, they really make the visuals look good. And Daniel Kalula's character looks amazing. But the problem I have, that scene where he gets introduced, you did not hear a word he said. Again, I don't know if it was me. I don't know if it was my ears. I don't know if it was um, the movie theater that I, that I went to. But you cannot hear anything. He was getting introduced and he was doing what we call in the film terms monologue. He was doing his opening monologue of who he is as a character. I think the music overshadows what they're saying. Causing us not to hear. Because I didn't hear when he did his... He, he, and Daniel Kalul, he performed really well. He, he played his character. But I'm like, what did he say? Because I didn't hear a word he just said. It was a little bit soft. I think for the 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 next part of it, they, they should turn up the volume of the dialogue. It's the same thing when it comes down to it. Uh, when when uh, uh, Gwen Stacy, Ghost Spider, if you will, you know, when she got introduced, uh, when she first introduced the, the first character, uh, uh, Gwen Stacy, because, it, you know, it's origins around Gwen Stacy, uh, when she did her opening monologue as Gwen Stacy her dialogue was too low and thank god I went to a movie theater where people were, were very very quiet so we can all hear but I would have turned that up another gripe I want to have about this movie is that uh, they have it to where they having fight scenes the fight scenes were amazing. They, they, it looked outstanding. But majority of the fight scenes, they had it to where you can barely hear the clash and bang. Right? Somebody getting punched. Somebody getting thrown. Things getting thrown around. You can barely hear that. But then you can hear the music and the music was soft as well. 
as a film guy, I would have turned up the music, but I wouldn't not have my music overshadow the clash, the bang, the dialogue, because there were dialogue in the fight scenes too, but you couldn't really hear, you couldn't really feel it, right? Um, that's the really the only gripe that I have about the movie is that the dialogue, the fight scenes, the volume was a little bit too soft, too low. You can't hear. You don't know what's going on. It's quiet and it's like room filled music that you can't really enjoy. When you're in a movie theater, you got to think about it. If you're in a movie theater, you want your movie to be as loud as hell. Not super loud to where it hurts your ears, but loud enough so where you, that way you can feel the intensity. You can feel the the action. You can Your heart can start beating a little bit faster than normal. And I didn't quite get that feeling from this movie. I didn't get that my heart is racing because I'm excited. I didn't feel it in this movie. Um... Another thing is that they showed a lot of oh shit moments towards the end of the movie. Spoiler alert to a lot of people. Now, Miles, Miles gets sent home because, you know, they looked into the future and, of course, his dad dies in the future, right? So, Miles escapes and there's a whole fight scene there. Um, they did do it to where um, Miguel O'Hara said, hey, Spider-Man's excellent. Catch him now. And everybody's doing the point at each other spider-man that's like the meme that's been going around um a lot of folks that went to momocon here in atlanta uh last weekend they posted their little instagram it was cute they did their own little thing so they 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 it's it's kind of a gimmicky kind of thing but they they it worked right it, it kind of worked in this movie so miles morales gets sent home but he gets sent home to the wrong dimension the wrong dimension and I think the oh shit moment was when that happened. Honestly. He's going there. He's surprised to see Uncle Aaron alive. Right? And then he's thinking to himself like... And there was like a thought like, oh, I'm not in the right dimension. I'm in the wrong dimension. I'm not home. Right? Because how the way he exposed himself as Spider-Man to his mom, Rio. And she's like, what? The, what, what? What is that? Oh, is that like cosplay? Oh, okay. That's cute. When she did that, I and I was in the theater and I was I kind of talked out loud, but I, I do that in, in, in a movie when there's an oh shit moment. I say he's not home. He's not home. Look to I look to Monica. He ain't home, babe. Nope, he's not home. He's in the wrong dimension. So you see Uncle Aaron, and you know Prowler's gonna be back, but in that dimension. Aaron Davis was not Prowler. Who was Prowler? Him. Miles Morales was Prowler. In another dimension. That was the oh shit moment of the movie. Spoiler alert guys. That was the oh shit moment. Like holy crap. What's going to happen now? And the funny thing as I close on this, this review. The funny thing is Simone. Um, it was towards the end and the movie was already long. So I knew, cause it's been on Facebook, it's been on Twitter that this movie's going to be a two-parter, right? They were going to make another film like this, but part two. And it, it kind of works because if you look at the Avengers movies minus the earlier Avengers movies, so you got to think about Infinity War, right? You had Infinity War and Endgame. Those are 
the same movie but in two parts right everybody was like oh my god what's gonna happen next and then to be continued everybody in the theater was like oh man that's weak everybody was so mad because that was the that was the oh shit move moment towards the end of the movie and i'm looking at everybody in my mind's like do they not know that they're making this into two parts one guy was like man why they do that and in my mind i was like well money is involved yeah it's going to be a two-parter because they make more money that way <laughs> so yes it's going to be part two we probably maybe see it next year or two years from now i don't know um but like i say this one received a 9.1 out of 10 from imdb and rotten tomatoes gave it a 95 percent um good i think rotten tomatoes would have gave this movie 100 if the dialogue wasn't as soft that's just that's really the only gripe that i had was the dialogue but visually this movie was outstanding they worked really hard on this movie. This movie was very, very beautiful. And it was a, a beauty to the eyes of the beholder. It is it's quite a, quite amazing. Um, hopefully, I didn't spoil too much things for you guys in our, in our former review on the show here today. Uh, you know, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is amazing. It's beautiful. It's, it's very, very canning. And I, I hope that people go out and see this movie. Um, I hope it comes to either Disney or um it probably will come to disney first i don't know how that deal work shakes out um but they're gonna ride this train as long as they can uh like i say it was very uh amazing i wasn't upset when we saw the to be continued because i i knew that this was going to be a two-parter it's been online that is going to be a two-parter um because maybe they're still working on it right because i can tell simone i can tell they really dabbled into the arts and crafts of this movie it looks beautiful it's a masterpiece so yeah they're gonna need some time to really work on this like it's not something that they can do in a year and pop it out this is something that they really sit down they really work on um but like i say it's beautiful it's aesthetically pleasing to the eyes i like the comic book feel of this movie um it's good it's it's really really good i agree kennedy i i saw it on saturday and it's i i i can't even put into words how good this movie is um like you said it is aesthetically pleasing i did notice it too the uh uh the the the, the barrier when it comes down to the volume um maybe that's something that they and this is this is where i took from that too they probably i don't know if they knew that the, the volume of the dialogue would be low but maybe they're they're taking the feedback from online right now and podcasters and radio show hosts and radio shows in general and they're probably going to say okay they, this is what they said so let's try to change uh what we got let's change the volume let's let's uh, get better for when part two comes because like you said the old shit moment was towards the end so maybe it's going to pick up and it's going to pick up some steam uh for the second movie so they got to make the second one even better than this first one right um i don't remember if i've seen people get upset with the to be continued part i think the theater that i went to everybody was looking forward to it um so i read here that the budget was 100 billion uh we're probably gonna do another report to see opening weekend sales they're probably gonna beat i don't know will they beat super mario movie right because that's another great movie 
So I am excited to see what the opening weekend, I'm sure we're going to see it tomorrow or sometime today, see the, the end result of the opening weekend sales of this movie. Uh, let me see here. Let me see if we can get that uh, right here. Probably not. Yeah, so probably not, but we'll probably report on what is coming up next. Another exciting weekend that I wanted to talk about as a gamer, if you guys don't know this about me, uh, I am huge into gaming. Kennedy, me and you both talked about this game. It came out. We both bought it. Street Fighter 6 is out. It's amazing. Uh, and I wanted to do a short little review. I guess this is just a review podcast, Kennedy. Uh, of the review of Street Fighter 6, it came out, of course, uh, this past Friday as well, June 2nd. IGN gave this game a 9 out of 10, so it's, it, it's really good. When I buy, and I think you said this too, Kennedy, before, when I buy a video game, I do look at the scores as well. Primarily, I look at IGN, right? Because I think IGN is a trusted uh, trusted game that everybody's been playing uh, or been listening to the channel, that is. And IGN gave, giving this game a 9 out of 10 is amazing. Now, uh, Street Fighter 6 is a 2023 fighting game developed by and published by Capcom. It's the seventh main entry for the Street Fighter franchise. It's available for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows, Xbox Series X, and S. And it was available this past Friday. Um, it's amazing. It is. It, you know, the, you, the, the custom character, customizing your character, the story mode, the open world concept is amazing. Uh, I love it. I really, really love how they did it. The open world concept, seeing all the characters. Um, I really do wish that they brought it to where we have it where we can get a lot more characters day one um i get why they do it because of money reasons and they want us to pay for the extra characters like akuma that's coming out later i, I really wish they would have had all the characters day one i think that would have been like the super icing on the cake uh for me that is but i do love the the open world concept i haven't played online quite just yet um but i probably will dabble on into it but to see uh, each character in the 60 frames per second because I think we all have PlayStation. I think Tyrus has one. I know James has one. Of course, Kimmy, I know you have one. I have one. So we're, we were all, because we have our group chat too. A lot of behind the scenes to a lot of people that don't know, we all have our own group chat, right? You know, the, the, the KOP Entertainment family group chat and talk about these things. And, um, like I say, it's amazing. It's, it's a fun game. It's worth the 60 bucks. It is 60 bucks. Uh, it's worth it because you're getting not only just a, a typical Street Fighter game, you're getting the frame rate, you're getting the, the, the story mode, uh, the open world concept, exploring and really uh, challenging yourself in Street Fighter. Um, being a Street Fighter fan, I think I'm more of a Street Fighter fan more than Tekken 8, but Tekken 8 is probably on its way out as well. Overall, it's a fun game. It really is fun. The scores does not does this does not do this game justice. It's amazing. Now, there's an audience review, and I wanted to read this review from a uh, reviewer here. He says, and the top reviewer, this was 12 hours ago. This goes out to William uh, Menzar Ranares. If I pronounce that name right, give me a thumbs up, folks. Uh, this reviewer gave it a five out of five. This game is amazing. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> this game is awesome. Leveling up your character and very addicting and online gameplay has been very fun. I like how you can spectate a match or play another play with another player while waiting in the lobby. 
the new character, excuse me, the new characters are very uh, fun to learn, and the new fighting system is great. You can switch, uh, you can switch the button button scheme to classic uh, for each player in the battle settings. Can't wait for future DLC characters. Uh, Capcom hit it out of the park with this installment. Like I say, I agree with William. It's amazing. I just kind of wish they would have gave us a lot of more characters day one instead of us having to wait for the DLC. But like I say, not a sponsor from Camcom and Street Fighter, but by far, guys, go pick this game up. Uh, it is fun. Uh, we all played it here in the studio. We, we, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah, I've been playing it too, um, the entire weekend uh, after, you know, the long great weekend we had i've had time to squeeze in some gaming time for sure uh as well I had to uh <laughs> finish my homework as well this weekend uh, uh course five's on this way out the window and done now i gotta start course six and i got 10 uh courses to take for my nba so we we cooking we cooking on something there speaking of what's cooking of course we've got addison hayden she's back in studio from her days off I think I said this, said this in the last episode. I like to give everybody, my podcast personnel, my my MCs, a break because mental health is everything. Taking time off is 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 important to a, a lot of us here at KOP Entertainment. But Addison Aiden, she's back in here and she has some news. Gucci Mane and Meek Mill have performed at Rick Ross Car Show with no interference from neighbors or disturbances from attendees. MSL Media caught footage of both superstar rappers performing on Sunday, June 3rd, and posted it on an Instagram page dedicated to the car show which takes place at Rose's sprawling Promise Land estate in Georgia every year. While Gucci Mane performed 2010's I Think I Love Her, in the video clip, Meek Mill performed 2012's I'm a Boss, featuring Rick Ross. According to Fox 5, Fayette County Sheriff Barry Babb gave kudos to Rick Ross and his team for running a flawless event. He hired a really good team that put together a lot of good work for us, Babb told the outlet. We've been able to work with multiple agencies, really the only thing with some minor inconveniences with traffic. It's been really good for the community as far as law enforcement because we're able to get to work together in a way we've never worked before. One fan from Miami told the outlet they were glad they were in attendance and that Ross was able to pull everything together for the car show. Four weeks leading up to the popular event, tension between DJ Envy and Rosie started earlier this month when the MMG mogul took a swipe at the Breakfast Club co-host during his interview on Drink Champs, declaring he was never on my level when it comes to hosting car shows. After light jabs were exchanged, Things quickly became personal when Rick Ross dragged DJ Envy's family into the feud, requesting he and his girlfriend and children clean his swimming pool. Envy fired back by donning a police uniform and doing an Officer Ricky impression on The Breakfast Club, taking shots at Ross' past stint as a correctional officer, which has remained a contentious point of discussion throughout his career. Things escalated last week when Gunplay put DJ Envy on blast after posting a phone conversation where the former MMG rapper demanded an apology from the radio host for bringing up his newborn daughter's GoFundMe page. While engaging in his car show feud with Rick Ross, Envy condemned Rosie for not publicly supporting Gunplay's GoFundMe or helping take care of his child's medical bills following her emergency heart surgery. Why are you talking crazy about me, my brother? 
Gunplay pressed envy during the call. What I had to do with anything, and my wife posting a GoFundMe. My baby was sick. She had a heart defect. That has nothing to do with cars. You know I'll slap the shit out you, boy. Envy, for real, you know I'll slap the shit out of you, right? Envy responded, we can fight, but that's not the reason I'm saying that. I wasn't trying to disrespect you. I wasn't talking about your daughter. If you feel like you were disrespected, I'm talking to you like a man. I would never. If you feel I did, I apologize. That wasn't my intention. The leaked conversation could potentially result in gunplay facing up to five years in prison, as it's against the law to record a person's private phone call without their permission in the state of Florida. I, I hope... Thank you, Addison, by the way. I'm sorry. I, I just hope this beef... Uh, now, the beef... Hey, Joe Budden said it best. C-O-E. Content over everything. I followed the Joe Budden podcast, and they made a valid point about the term C-O-E. Content over everything. And they're, DJ Envy and Rick Ross right now with the whole beef about the car show situation, they're doing something, right? They They are doing something that is so... It's so funny, it's entertaining, but it will get stale really, really quickly. It will. Uh, things have escalated about DJ uh, Envy and Caesar about the real estate and, and taking people's money and not really putting it into real estate, but using it for, for fraud. So I'm very interested to see how that turns out because that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother scenario that, you know, it's very interesting, but this stuff is happening to uh you know dj envy uh, caesar and then you got rick ross with with dj envy about the car show and i honestly thought they, they were just starting the beef because of entertainment purposes right i know a lot of people start fake beefs right because it's entertaining and it's going to sell and it's a marketing tactic for both shows but it seems like it's getting personal right because the, la the latest and i don't know how old this is now but you know you know the latest now i saw rick ross because i follow both of them on instagram and seeing Rick Ross post uh, his, uh, you know, comeback at DJMV, he started talking about his, his wife and his kids. Now it's starting to get a little personal, right? It's starting to get a, a little harsh. It does get harsh when you start talking about the kids and you start talking about somebody's wife, right? That's a, a place you really don't want to go to. Don't start talking about somebody's wife. I don't know. It's entertainment, but, you know, it will get still and maybe they'll move on to something uh, something else who knows from Simone who does um, so coming up next of course Arthur Brooks is back in this to the studio as well to talk about I wonderful wonderful sports news Arthur man good to have you back what's going on in the sports world Barry Zito former Giants athletics pitcher makes Savannah Bananas debut Bay Area legend Barry Zito was back on the mound this weekend but not for an MLB team the former Giants and Athletics pitcher debuted with the Savannah Bananas on Saturday night, giving the sold-out crowd in Nashville, Tennessee, quite the surprise and helping the eccentric baseball squad secure a 4-3 victory over their arch-rival party animals. Zito, 45, spent seven seasons with the A's from 2000 to 2006, where he went on to win the Al Cy Young Award in 2002 and appear in three All-Star Games, 2002, 03 and 06. Before a one-year stint back with Oakland in 2015, 
He spent seven up and down seasons with the Giants from 2007 to 2013 and became a playoff hero in 2012 as he helped San Francisco win its second World Series title. Zito surrendered a run in his brief Bananas appearance, but, to be fair, Savannah plays with some interesting rules. The world-famous baseball circus is just as beloved for entertaining crowds as it is for its baseball skills, and other former Bay Area players like Michael Morse and Eric Burns have been known to take part. It's unclear if Zito's appearance with the Bananas was a one-time occurrence. Saturday's game was just one stop on the Banana Ball World Tour, and it happened to be in Nashville, where Zito lives. So for the last uh, segment of our show here this morning, the KLP Aftermath Season 6, one to report on the story before we close out the show here today, Amazon's new return fees. Now, this has been the story that's been buzzing all over social media this morning, and uh, of course I thought it would be a great thing to talk about because we all think about uh, Amazon.com when it comes to our shopping. I was actually on there a couple of days ago getting some furniture for my place uh, from Amazon because, you know, Amazon had those deals and it's cheaper and it gets delivered right to your house. You don't have to worry about all the delivery uh, cost when it comes to certain, certain types of furniture. And I know we talked about it in the studio as well. I mentioned, uh, you know, well, we mentioned getting drone for Hilpia International when it comes to home-related real estate things within that as well. Now, the question that everybody is posing that is this the end of free returns for Amazon uh, purchases? Of course, Amazon has been recently begun charging a fee of $1 for the return that customers drop off at the UPS store. So this move has, has created an uproar in the online shopping uh, community. Now, reports have said that many Amazon loyalists are wondering if this return fee might be just the start of more fees to come. I'll answer that. I think it does. And the reason why I say that I think it does is because, you know, a lot of people are charging fees and fees and fees and fees and fees, right? Where we're still in inflation, we're still in this 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 crisis, if you will. Things are going up. Video games, movies, uh, items, shopping, groceries, gas, bills. Things are going up. Car insurance, right? I just got my renewal for my car insurance. It went up a lot. Because, I mean, number one, we're here in Atlanta, and Atlanta's, I gotta say, the number one city of traffic and accidents. Love you, Atlanta, but we are, right? Things are going up. Companies, with their product and services, they're going up. Because it's expensive to be competitive right now. Because of the, uh, the inflation now. Fortunately, we have a simple-to-use solution that will make you feel like you're avoiding any fees. And uh, Amazon tries to sneak in. This is from reports from my blog site, uh, onlineshoppingtools.com. And of course they read, as it spreads across the US, big realtors, realtors uh, like Amazon, Costco, Walmart, Home Depot, Target, Apple, are left trembling, seeing a huge discount. They're suddenly forced to match. Uh, it's one of those things that it does happen because you know, things things are getting up. Now, the only thing you have to do is add the Captain One Shopping uh, to your browser. I know I use this uh, quite a few times and uh, you know, it, it does help. It does help uh, when it comes to shopping. Uh, not a sponsor, but what uh, Capital One Shopping is, is a free tool that guarantees to find the best deals out there. And a lot of people are dabbling into this, Kennedy. A lot of people are figuring ways to find deals and things, right? Because right now we're in this inflation. We're in 
high rates. We're in where people want to go out and find ways to uh, find the same type of items where they're, they're price matched or they want to buy a discount. And we they have to dabble on into it. A lot of people are realizing that I'm not going to pay if something is $150, but then they have it for $100. Well, I'm going to go for the $100 ones because now I'm saving the $50, right? I don't have to come out of pocket. I don't have to come out of a rate for this. Um, this is an interesting dynamic. I, I cannot wait to see what everybody's doing now with the Capital One Shop again, not a sponsor, but this is what I mentioned. You know, they have, let's say, a coffee maker for $150 arrives in two days, right? But with Capital One Shopping, not sponsored, but they get it for $109 and it arrives, arrives in six days. It's kind of like the same concept if you think about Alibaba or AliExpress, right? You might see the same machine for cheap, super cheap, but then it's going to take a couple of days to get to you, right? You're, if you want to pay $150 instead of $109, you get it in two days because you're paying for that convenience of it you're getting it right now now with something like this i if it's not in the store i like to go to the store and pick things up right i don't like to just wait order get it cheaper and then wait a couple days and i'm excited i'm ready for it and then let's say if it gets damaged on the on the way here by delivery or let's say they got misplaced or it got stolen on from a truck or something like that now you got to get that refund for me i like to go to the actual store pick it up take it in my car, bring it home, depending on what it is. Uh, so like I say, you know, things are getting, things are getting uh, more expensive and different companies are figuring out ways. Okay. How can we make this cheaper? Um, the return fee for Amazon, they might jack up the price because number one, they can. And number two, they can, right? It's just business and they're, they're, companies like Amazon are finding ways to make more money if they can. And that's the way, that's the way they, they do it. So that's going to wrap it up here on this show, KLP Aftermath Season 6. Uh, I've been your host, Simone Tease. Of course, Kennedy, he's here as well. He said, Simone, go ahead and close out the show. So we can close out the show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this show. And please subscribe to our channel. KLP Entertainment It's amazing. Uh, to a lot of people that's listening to us, Spotify, Our Heart Media, Our Heart Radio, Amazon Music, Apple Podcast. Thank you guys so very much. And comment below. Did my mic sound better? I think it did sound better because I sound amazing. So hopefully you guys were patient for us facing my mic here in the studio to make me sound a little bit better uh, for you guys out there as well. Uh, have a great, great morning. Look forward to more podcasts coming from us in the studio here at Swunky Studios, KLP Entertainment Studio. Uh, this has been the KLP Aftermath Season 6. And that's what Kennedy would say. How you say it, Kennedy? You got that. I got it. Uh, what's it? Stay safe. Stay swanky. Peace.